Hello and welcome to the iWave podcast, the Wavecast, where once a month we uh, bring you fellow nonprofit leaders, fundraisers, and prospect development professionals together to share with you a brief moment of inspiration and motivation. Our dream here is that you spend 10 to 15 minutes in your day to enjoy a cup of coffee or a quiet moment or whatever is meaningful to you to get inspired and feel like you're part of a community of great people like you doing really, really important work. I'm your host, Clay Buck. I'm the lead fundraising coach with iWave and founder of TCB Fundraising, and I'm thrilled that you're here. Thank you for making time for us today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back again to this edition of the Wavecast, the podcast here from iWave, where we get together on a regular basis and talk about inspiration and joy and motivation. And I hope you're joining us today uh, with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever it is uh, that allows you to take a quick break and share some inspiration and joy. I'm Clay Buck, the lead fundraising coach here at iWave, also the founder of TCB Fundraising. And I am, boy, if there are, if there's a name or two at the top of my list of people who inspire and motivate me and, and continue to make me realize what great work we do. It is definitely uh, John and Becky from We Are For Good. And today, John agreed to sit down with us for just a brief minute and talk about what inspires him and motivates him. John's the co-founder of We Are For Good. He's a CFRE. He worked frontline fundraising, director of annual giving. So we share that uh, love of annual giving. The annual fund is neither annual nor a fund, John. Let's discuss, but not <laughs> Today. Greater things of life to discuss. <laughs> John's a graphic designer at heart, a dad, a husband. He's got two sets of twins. Um, and John, I, I know uh, from, from getting to know John uh, through that webinar and other projects together that, that John really lives uh, what he talks about. And, and I can't think of any folks who have more aptly named their company uh, than these two, um, because John is certainly for good. John, thanks so much for stopping by today. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Clay, I am just like beaming and I'm also crawling under my desk because you're embarrassing me with that much too generous intro. So thank you. It's a delight to be here. No, no embarrassment, just joy and uplifting. That's that's what we do here. So I will ask you the same question that we've had so many wonderful people um, pipe in on and share their thoughts on. John, what inspires you? What motivates you? And what would you share with our colleagues out there in fundraising and prospect research and development to inspire and motivate them? Oh my gosh. I mean, what a question, what a podcast. I mean, here's the thing. I spent, you know, like 15 years in the development field. And during that journey, there was moments when I saw like big philanthropy early on in a higher ed setting. I saw like these million, multi-million dollar, hundred million dollar gifts come through. And then we moved to healthcare philanthropy, Becky Endicott and myself. And there, there's an absence of that. People almost didn't even understand why we were a charity. You know, we're having these conversations. We're getting sued by Garth Brooks in the media Oh, and now there, we, that's a whole, that's a whole different discussion. podcast, right? Right. <laughs> Look it up. I was sitting at a conference once and literally they bring up this as a case study and I like flip my badge over. So no one knows that this is where I'm from, you know? Oh, wow. But here's the deal. So at that, at that healthcare foundation, when we were starting from scratch, we came to this place that we're like, how can we go out in the community if we don't first start from within? And like, mm -hmm. that was this idea. And this is where this value grew within me. And like, now it's the bedrock for how we show up for we are for good. And honestly, it has so much trickle down in how I want to show up in life, but that community is everything. And we say that, and we mean it because when you start with those people closest to you and just go with the belief, you don't focus on what the money is. You're focusing on connection and shared values and shared space and shared belonging. Then 
unbelievable things unleash as you do that over time, if you're playing the long game and you're doing that. And so I would say my inspiration for today is community and whatever that means for you in your organization because mm. and for you personally. And I think that there's a lot of things you can think about of just like, how can our work be close, more closely aligned to the community? And that's a whole podcast episode mm-hmm. to talk about. Sure. Yeah. And how we actually can grow our work by using the power of community, like think of these monthly donor programs and stuff that we mm-hmm. geek out on, Clay. But then I, what I would really love to camp out on is like, how do we do this to care for ourselves? And mm-hmm. this has been the most transformational thing, like in jumping in to start We Are For Good we actually didn't start with that core value lifted. Like we knew it in our bones, but we were a couple months into our work and we're like, this is the bedrock of why we're here is that community really is everything. And if we can find like valued people, like the vision for what we hope to see in the world is unstoppable. And I felt that even today on three different Zooms, talking to three different people in different cities today, I was like, man, like just the connection and finding people that are fighting for the same thing, like is balm to all the crap in the media and all the stuff that we have to wade through on a daily basis and the politics and all the things that kind of mire us down, like community helps solve that. So that's my word for today. And just probably in general, but yeah, I, I love it. And I am grateful and honored and thrilled to be a part of your community. And, and you are a part of mine. You made me think of something. If I could just ask just a couple of quick follow-ups, I think, um, I can pro- I can hear a number of our colleagues talk, thinking about, maybe not saying out loud, but thinking about the shops that they work in, thinking about the environments that they work in. And boy, sometimes, especially in larger fundraising and development shops, community's tough and there's divisions between departments. And my prospect research loving heart is sitting here going, how many times was I told, you know, you're not part of the fundraiser. You're not a fundraiser. And no, um, we all are. We're all news part flash. of this, <laughs> right? And I'll continue to champion that until the day I retire and, and hopefully make people listen to that. But <laughs> how do you encourage people? How can we uplift people who who might be sitting here going, community is tough for me. I don't, I don't feel like I have community where I work. Perhaps I don't feel like I have community where I live. What help me, help me drive down into what can community community in this inspirational kind of mode, what can that mean? And how can we find it if we feel like we're missing it or need it? I mean, I identify with what you're saying, because even though I was part of a bigger team in healthcare, mm-hmm. I would absolutely describe that experience as feeling like I was on an Island. Like, because even though there's people around, it's like, nobody really was aligned on necessarily the same goals or the same day-to-day stuff. And I'm grateful to be able to answer this now today in 2023, when we're recording this and not what it was even 10 Mm -hmm. years ago, because I think if you're really honed in on finding like valued community, people that value the same things that they want to see the same things in the world, there is people out there that are looking for that community with you. Mm-hmm. And um, I would just say, you know, cause I don't have all the leadership hacks of how you're going to break down the development to ops wall. And <laughs> this yeah, episode, right? does. but I do think like showing up vulnerably as yourself mm-hmm. in spaces, in digital spaces, specifically, I just think of like the community that we host or the community events that Highwave puts together or through your planner and different ways to engage um, through all these different connection points if you show up authentically and we need to rub off the veneer that we have everything figured out, I've had so many more better conversations when someone comes in and is like, Hey, I'm having a really crappy week over here. I don't know if anybody else. And I see like magnets of people just swarm around and someone this week, two people in our community came together and said, Hey, 
I took a call and I was like, Hey, John, I'd, I'd love to give you some critical feedback. And I was like, thank you. Like, I feel like we're bros that you would give me something critical. It's like, I feel like y'all talk so in the clouds sometimes because I we believe in the impact uprising, which is our vision. But sometimes like I need to vent about what reality is like. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'd love to create a place for that. And I was like, how can I support you? I completely agree that we need to create safe spaces. And so if you're looking for that, I would just say, start by just raising up your flag and start inserting yourself into mm-hmm. these places. And just and by showing up authentically, I guarantee you're going to find people that you can pour into through, through our community, through LinkedIn as a powerful community, the DMs of LinkedIn, I've built incredible friendships on just by showing up and commenting on people's work and geography doesn't matter. You know, you could be mm-hmm. thousands mm-hmm. of miles away and still have that kinship on like values. And I think that's a place everybody could start today. And it just takes the first DM. It and does, I'll say, right? I mean, I'm sorry, Clay, I'm talking too much, but please no. when I was in my um, full-time job, I get the busyness, the overload, the goals. I was terrified to send somebody a DM on LinkedIn that I did not know. Same. And I remember that. Same. I remember that yeah. feeling. And I know the world is changing. Maybe the pandemic changed us a little bit, but now my job, like I meet new people every day, all the time. And I think when I let go that I have to come across that I have it all figured out, but I can just show up as myself. Like I start to not stress about that because you're going to start attracting those people as you show up more authentically, you're going to attract people that are showing up authentically and it's worth it. So this is my encouragement to you to send that DM to somebody that's impacted you or that you feel connected to, because I guarantee you, they're probably looking for that community too, in some way. One of the things that I learned in our community of fundraising, because it's been about 12 years ago that I made a very intentional commitment to learn more and to get connected with quote unquote thought leaders. I I, I don't love that phrase. Yes, yeah, I don't word. have a better <laughs> phrase, but you know, it's like best practice. Anyway, <laughs> um, what I learned early on is that most people that I was intimidated by or so impressed by that I was afraid to reach out to were thrilled and were yeah. so giving and so kind in their responses. And I think good people are, right? Yeah. The folks that really put you off, maybe not. You you did also make me think of one more thing um, that I, I want to kind of wrap up with. Um, the best marriage advice, uh, and we're about to celebrate our 20-year anniversary. The best marriage advice I got was, um, it, it is, it's not so much two people looking inwards the same way. It's two people looking outward in the same way. So, and, and we don't have really similar interests that much or hobbies or things like that. Um, but we see the world the same way and we have the same vision and values and where we want to be and what we want to do. And I found that to be true, true also professionally, right? Mm-hmm. Finding those values is almost so much more important than finding the same hobbies, the same interests, the same, right? It's, how do you see the world and how do you see your place in it in the future that you can be a part of? And whether that's professionally or personally, um, that to me, I think creates some even greater ties. So Holy heck, my friend. For people that, yeah, for anybody that's not, that feels like they're not in community right now, find, find those shared values. Keep reaching out. Um, It's, it can be hard and it can be vulnerable, but, um, and, you know, I'll, I'll speak for both of us. I know John and I um, reach out to us. We'll absolutely either connect with you or help you find or whatever. Right. So we'll look forward to talking with you, John. How can people be a part of your community, especially at We Are For Good? Thank you. Um, yeah, come on over like the open arms at the, we are for good community.com. We've got our three time a week podcast just as kind of an entry point, but when you want to go deeper and 
have conversations. If you come into the community, like you can find people and I guarantee you, you'll find people that you will value align with and that would love to have deeper conversations because we all need each other. And honestly, to solve the problems we're fighting for, if we don't figure out how to lock arms together, like it's impossible. So it all kind of fits together. Agreed. Um, and I know by saying this, I'm going to kind of date the recording of this and we do like them to be evergreen, but I did just see on LinkedIn uh, a reference from Becky uh, about either an upcoming or in process book club through We Are For Good, which yeah, I forgive me. I've been super busy. I haven't been able to log in and join community, but that one I went, okay, now I'm making it a priority. In, so yeah. that's a great place to be, right? There's there's tons of these. John, how can people find you, reach you? What's what's the best way to, to get a hold of you? Say, through weareforgood.com or yeah, you can email me at John J O N at weareforgood.com or find me on LinkedIn. I love engaging and meeting people there too. And let me just say the book club, that's the power of community. That was not yep. our idea. That was community members saying, Hey, let's read books together. And we're like, okay, yeah, let's do that. That'd be awesome. Well, and speaking so, of, um, the Wavecast is open. Um, if you have a great idea, if you've got inspiration you want to share, uh, you have something that motivates you that you want to share with others, be a part of this community, reach out. Let me know. We'd love to have you on and hear what your thoughts are um, and share inspiration. John, thank you so much for making this time. Thank you so much for sharing these great thoughts. I always come away from time with you inspired and, and, and feeling, have you noticed how my voice and my energy has like dropped down? Cause you're so good and calm and I'm so get to da, 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 right. And I'm grateful, my friend come to match your energy. And I'm walking off of this feeling a little calmer, a little more relaxed and a little more community-based. Thank you all for being a part of today. Thank you for being a part of the iWave community and the fundraising community. You do important, amazing work and you are needed and you are valued and we appreciate you. And we're here to champion you and cheer you on in the work that you do. Have have a great, great day, afternoon, whatever it is you're heading into. And we'll see you again soon on the Wavecast. Thank you. Thank you.